0: This program discusses content of an adult nature. The views expressed by the presenters and guests do not necessarily reflect the views of TuxFM or any of its affiliates. Listener discretion is advised. FM 107.2, a very good evening to you. It is Wednesday and, of course, hump day. You might be tired and worn out from your week, but what better way to spend your naughty night than right here on the sex show. right here on TaxFM. I'm Kirsten. I'm Jodal. I'm James. And we're going to be holding you down from now all the way until 11 p.m. Today happens to also be the last day of August, and I don't know if you knew this, but around here, we refer to August as Anal August, James, you wouldn't know anything about that. Not at all.
1: Catholic, born and raised.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Because I do believe it's somebody's birth month, actually. Yes. How was your birthday, James?
1: Oh my goodness, I can't tell you on air. We'll have our license revoked. (laughs) Oh no. Yeah, it was enjoyable. But weren't you going to
0: have this Advent calendar? You know, counting down the days to your birthday
1: with a different sex. Act every day how did that go yes ma'am uh, the plan was um 19 days to my 19th birthday i'd have sex with a different person every single day um well it it, it, it didn't work
2: oh
1: um, academics got in the way i've actually been a student this semester so i'm very Aww, proud of hectic. myself good
0: for you but and, did you actually get someone your actual birthday
1: um of course i did oh person, of course you come did on now. <laughs> not just someone uh someone's p- plural. it's not you know what i mean (laughs) you
0: get it okay well you know what whatever freaky stuff james is getting up to over there we have a lot of freaky stuff and more about in the next hour all things sex and relationships coming up we're going to be talking about orgasmic breathing we also have your naughty thought asking for a friend and so much more coming up so do keep it locked right here on Taxi fm it's Naughty Night
2: on Tux FM 107.2. This is the sex show. And um a very interesting article about orgasmic breathing. What? Hmm? Just by breathing, you don't have to use your hands. You don't have to use um objects like vibrators or dildos. You don't use nothing but your breath to reach an orgasm.
1: That sounds very cost effective. And look, I'm 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 very welcome to you know any kinds of new orgasms. I just love you know orgasming. I just love it. Same, but, same. So I'm open to this. But um, look, there's somebody here. Who does some morning affirmations. Oh, no. She puts on a little bit of a sexy oh, voice. No. She goes on. Everybody closes their eyes, and I feel like it's so Kirsten, effective. Kirsten. Kirsten <laughs> should.
0: You guys are just horny. That's just- <laughs> Tamra, that's why we're here, babe. Well, I do happen to have the steps right in front of me. So you know what, James, in this case, your wish is my command. So you know what? Maybe you want to try it with the three of us, wherever you are sitting right now, sitting, standing, whatever. Just take a pause for yourself and let's give it a go. You know, this is in the name of scientific research. Can you orgasm through only using your breath?
1: So let's give crossed. it a try.
0: All righty. So I'd like to just invite you to wherever you are. Just close your eyes. And, you know, while your eyes are closed, maybe just take a nice little deep breath in with me. And out. Well, this is like what we do on breakfast. And so now your eyes are closed, I'd like to invite you to picture a very special someone. Someone who you find deeply, deeply attractive. And now as you're visualizing this person, as if they're right in front of you, picture what about them is so attractive. Scan their body up and down and picture what turns you on. And now as you're holding that image in your mind, you're gonna take a nice deep breath in with me and what we're gonna do is exhale three times. So let's try it together. Take a deep breath in and exhale three times. And another deep breath in with me. And three times, let's go. And now you can just continue doing that. So Jodell and James are gonna just continue doing that as I'm here. And as you're doing those three exhales, I invite you to maybe rock your pelvis and your hips just a bit as you're exhaling. So on those three times, you're going to go. And just rock your pelvis in, you know, the, the motion of the ocean rhythms that you know so well. And we're going to try that all together three more times. Ready, breathe in. And get that pelvis rocking. Inhale. And here we go, rock. And one more time, inhale. And. You can keep doing that as long as you want, but I I don't know. I'm not gonna lie.
2: Look at Jay smiling! (laughs) Oh my my god. If you can see the big smirk on his face, oh my days. Okay, but let me tell you. That was really, really nice. Oh that was goodness, so good. I myself. Okay. But I like, I'm not going to lie. I felt like some sort of tingly sensation happening down there. I'm sorry. I was so wrapped up in it. Like, I forgot where Same. I was. When I opened my eyes, I was like, oh, I'm still in the studio. But Kirsten, thank you so much for that. Look at me. I don't know if i will like to try this in my
0: own time, guys. Well, you know what? I think you maybe have to carry on for a bit longer. Yeah. But um, we'll leave you to do that in your own time. We are going to wrap this one up, though. We'll be getting into naughty thoughts in just a bit.
1: Naughty Nights on TaxFam 107.2. It's a Wednesday, it's a hump day. Where else would you want to spend your hump day? Besides right here on TaxFam with the sex show. And it is time for your Naughty Thought. It's essentially where we go online, we find something crazy, we bring it to you, we tell you about it, and you know, we talk about it a little bit. Uh, tonight's Naughty Thought is that best your next romantic getaway, be at the beach or somewhere in the sun, because apparently exposure to UV, uh, UV rays that is, increases sex drive by affecting the regulation of the energy. Endocrine system.
0: Mm. You know what? Maybe this explains. You know I'm really pale Like I'm basically Translucent And maybe it explains Why I'm the innocent one Here on the sex show Because I don't spend Enough time in the sun Maybe I should Spend some more time there And see what happens You know,
1: Look I'm pale I'm ginger I'm still horny You you don't get to use That <laughs> excuse Come on now
0: <laughs> No I'm all for it I think I'm
2: gonna Try this out soon A beach holiday Is calling me I might be heading To Durban soon So this is definitely mm. Something I'm gonna be Putting on my bucket list When I head over there But listen We have an exciting guest That's gonna be joining us On our next con- conversation he goes by the name of Dweezy. he was part of the Tax of M sex show um The OG sex show before we came along. So you definitely want to tune into that conversation. It's going to be happening right after this.
1: Naughty Nights on Tax FM 107.2. It is Wednesday. It is hump day. That means that it is time for the sex show. And we've been teasing a little bit of a guest here. And, you know, we like a little bit of edging, But now it's time to let the cat out of the bag. It's time to, you know, fully let yourself go. Uh, We are going to be introducing our guest, Dweezy here. He used to be a part of Tax FM. He used to be on the sex show, the original sex show. Dweezy, how are you feeling today?
3: I never thought I'd ever be introduced by saying edging um, but I guess as a first time for everything I think it's really good to be back um, obviously like like James says I was here when it first started we're so glad
0: to have you here though
3: it's I good to be back this, back. this is such a happy place for me I no, it's feel brilliant. like we
0: have like you know all your experience you've got to teach us your ways mm-hmm. the sex show first part was like such a hit you've got to show us your ways now
3: I don't know what those going. ways were it was just pure crack 24-7-365 <laughs> so, bit of that yeah. hopefully
1: we get a bit of that today <laughs> no, sure 100% but uh, the topic we're going to be getting into, it's a little bit of a deep one. Um, it's going to be about internalized homophobia, maybe even externalized homophobia, uh, toxic masculinity, everything around that as well. So, Jadel, you and I, we first noticed it when we went around campus and we started asking people for their opinions on a matter. Uh, we asked the question, would you watch uh, your friend's sex tape if they sent it to you? And a lot of the guys would say, only if a girl sent it to me. Mm. And then a lot of the girls responded, yeah, I'd watch it or no, I wouldn't. But they wouldn't necessarily delve into the idea of guy or girl or distinguishing between the two you know And you know We did say Behind the scenes A little bit of Okay this is a bit Of an interesting one Um, You know Maybe it goes back To a bit of Internalized homophobia People don't Realizing what Exactly they're saying Why they're saying it So
2: 100% I've like even noticed this with Some of like The guys I would Hang around with Um, I remember once We were just uh, I was hanging out With a group of um, Friends and then We were talking About good looking guys And I was just like Yeah why wouldn't You just like Tell your friend That he's good looking And the guys Almost freaked out As if like Like, that was the worst possible thing that they could have done, saying, no, I don't view my friend that way. They got, like, really defensive and uptight. And that's when I noticed that that's an issue. And I was like, there's definitely internalized homophobia going around there. But then I was just like, oh, I don't know if I'm, like, judging or, like, what I can base my theory on. But I do think it's a bit of an issue
0: personally. And the thing is, you know, we're the student Area, and we need to be really conscious of this. We are the youth that is going to be bringing forth the new ways of doing stuff, and we can't keep perpetuating such problematic stuff, in my opinion. But I actually want to ask Dweezy now. You studied here at the University of Pretoria from 2017.
3: Yeah. 2014.
0: 2014. Yeah. yeah.
3: I was in grade seven then. <laughs> wow. <My goodness>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like ah! Don't do
0: it! (laughs) You're making us feel definitely very much on the younger side here. But the reason I ask is because surely you have a couple stories of just men... Being toxic and generally problematic when it comes to homosexuals.
3: Yeah, I think it's 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 like like you've mentioned, it's a bit of rearing. It's the the circumstances and the environments you grew up in that like dictate how you how your your mates are seeing their friends right now. It's how their dads would see their dads and stuff. But like, I think two of the stories on top of my head was, for example, like going out in 2015, and I never really had a coming out situation to tell everybody, a men. Plus one, like them, you know, and it was a situation of I would be at the, it wasn't the strip pack that I was about to say the strip in twenty fifteen. Um, it was like like Madison Avenue in those places and i would I kissed a boy like on the dance floor, and it was like one of the first times my friend had ever like seen me with a man mm-hmm. and it was just like i'm you're I'm dead to you and I was like we've been we've been mates for like seven years, and this is this is the cutoff point is that I'm kissing another man and wow. i it was it was like it was instant he left. He went with his mates, who were also my mates, and just disappeared. Never heard from him again, never spoke to him again. Just said, no, we're not dealing with this homo. Like, I'm out. And then the other time was just, there was a situation at the strip where I was just, like, there with my boyfriend at the time, and, like, a straight guy came up to me and was like, surely you want to kiss me like I'm attractive. And I was like, no, um, really don't. And then he just flipped it. You know, the rejection turned into, oh, you're just a bleeding. The F word started flying, you know. All that stuff started happening just because. And I was like, but, mate, (laughs) you're straight. Tomorrow you're going to tell your friends it didn't happen. But now because I've rejected you, it's now an issue. So I think that all just comes from insecurities. It comes from, like, the toxic upbringing where they can't deal with man-on-man contact. And they played rugby most likely, so I don't understand. It's like the gayest sport on earth.
0: Definitely. And, you know, you've spoken about a lot of stuff there in those stories. And I think we can really unpack this now uh, in the coming bits and talk about how this surfaces and more specifically how we can deal with that going forward. And so do be sure to stick around here right here on TaxFM.
1: Naughty Nights on Tax 107.2, it's Humpty. it's the sex show, what more do you need in your life? And right now we're talking about uh, internalized homophobia, rather, and toxic masculinity. And earlier, Dweezy said something about straight guys coming up to you, you know, asking if they're hot, if you find them attractive. And then, you know, almost flipping the script when you say no or that you aren't attracted to them. And I feel like this is a bit of a theme, because I feel like a lot of straight guys come up to you, ask for validation. And, you know, they, they want you to give it to them so that they can make the next move. But like as soon as you say no, then they flip it. And I think it's because they're embarrassed or because they've realized, you know, you know, maybe they aren't up to your standards and it's just humiliating to them. But I mean, why are you as a man, as a straight man, a self-labeled straight man coming up to me, you know, scratching your face, Parmesan cheese is falling off of it onto your shoulders <laughs> and expecting me to say, yeah, I'm attracted to you. And then when I say no, you're getting offended. Your face is getting red. You're getting flustered. You're calling your friends. And it's becoming a whole thing
3: because they've struck out the whole night. The whole night, every girl they've gone to has said, no. And then they've said, last straw, I'm going (laughs) to the man. And then the man also says, nah, thanks, G. Like, that side. I think it just breaks the camel's back. It's that, that last straw.
1: No shame because it's it's really bad. Like you look at their lips and it's dry, it's cracked. You're gonna get paper cups. You're gonna get paper <laughs> cups kissing them. It's it's bad. But Kirsten, I know you're a bit of a, a bit of a research guru.
0: <laughs> oh, so so you want some kind of psychological analysis from me? <laughs> I just studied side drama, James.
3: <laughs> Turn down the roast. <laughs> <laughs> I want the
1: science behind the matter.
0: Well, th- incidentally, James, you happen to be asking the right person because there is a little bit of science behind it or sociology shall I say, and I find it quite interesting your guys' stories because it kind of swings in, in two complete opposite extremes. Either, you know, straight men are coming up to gay men and you are the pinnacle of acceptance and, like, if you they get your stamp of approval, then they are even more masculine and so much more validated. Or it's the complete opposite in the sense that they're so... As a a heterosexual man, they can be so petrified of even associating with a gay man because for the fear, I guess, that they might be perceived as gay. And actually, when we look at uh, masculinity, masculinity as a branch within feminism is a whole study on its own. And that is a key point of masculinity is the fear of homophobia and more specifically the fear that you would also be perceived as gay because that would be demasculating somehow and that you know you're somehow because you are uh, could be associated as also being attracted to men you are now your masculineness has been taken away yeah like
3: all five years of you playing first team rugby at Henrik Verwoot or whatever high it's school you went to just gone 80 fenced it. No. Out, the window. out the window no yeah. man no it's ridiculous I think it's childish I just
0: I, I, sh- I you know it's so nice to talk about all these things but I always want to know about solutions you know what do we do how do we stop these guys coming up at the strip or on campus Jodel, like you were saying guys saying problematic stuff about how they relate to their female friends versus their male friends how do we solve this problem of toxic masculinity i feel like people
2: need to like realize that they need to accept that like they've been raised up in a way or brought up in a way that may be problematic and there's so much unlearning and relearning that they have to do so the step one would be being open to relearning and unlearning certain things and i think once you've accepted that then you can move forward in being better
1: yeah i mean even from a young age like like i think first grade for example like two girls holding hands walking at break, like nobody thinks twice about it. Two guys, like like not even two guys, two boys, first grade boys, like holding hands as friends, like walking to break with their little lunchboxes by their sides. Like, you know, people look at them twice, people look at them weird. There's nothing weird about that. It's just comfort with your friends. And it's a whole thing that like from a young age, you're taught, you know, it's weird, it's weird, it's weird. So when you get to an older age, a grown age where you you're stubborn, you don't feel like relearning, unlearning kind of things. Um, you you don't want to go back on all of this, and it's work to go back on all of that. You know, uh, it's fine to say you accept this stuff, but like it's another thing to actually think about it, sit down, and say to yourself, okay, I am cool with this, because a lot of people aren't. You know, it's a tough conversation to have.
0: It is indeed a tough conversation to have, and I suppose yeah, it's just about being open and asking those questions and kind of admitting that you don't always have to be right you know you don't always have to be the right one in the room and so yeah i guess that is what we have for you right now that's wrapping up that conversation we do of course still have asking for a friend and hit or miss coming right up tax fm 107.2 you're right here on the sex show and it's about that time where we look into asking for a friend and now our asking for a friend that's normally where we you know get a question from you and we're going to try and solve it And the one that we have about today has to do with fetishes. Now, if you don't know what a fetish is, let's maybe refresh your memory. It can be just this weird, I want to say, almost sexual desire that is maybe a bit out of the ordinary from what people perceive as, in quotation marks, normal sexual activity. And so this can be pretty much anything and everything you get some people who are their fetish is being attracted to inanimate objects maybe it's stuff like ghosts you have stuff like people being turned on by long hair people being turned on yes people Um, being turned on by poop (laughs) mirrors lots of weird fantasies and we should actually move away from this term of saying that they're weird Mm -hmm. because ultimately The message here is is that everyone has their own inner freak, and that is completely unique to you, and that is absolutely okay, and no one is here to shame anyone else's fetishes. But now the question that we've had is something that I think is very valid, is that when you have these weird fetishes and these desires that you want to express uh, with your partner or in a sexual situation how do you go about broaching that in a way that you still feel safe and comfortable and that you're not going to be embarrassed or perhaps think that your partner is going to judge you?
1: Okay. So, um, obviously like I'm I'm not going to be able to, to come in here and give you the best advice in relationships. However, um, I have a friend who he's into, it's not something weird, it's not like a crazy thing like poop play or like golden showers. Um, If you don't know what golden showers, it's when somebody pees on you or like you (laughs) pee on someone. Um, My DMs are open if you're interested. (laughs) However, um, so he came to me one day and he was like, I I think I have like a weird thing that turns me on. We're just talking about things that turn us on. I was like, oh, what is it? It's probably nothing weird. And it isn't weird because I realized I was into it as well. But um, he said, yeah, I, I was hooking up with this girl, and halfway through it, um, she kind of got a bit dominant, and she was she called me a good boy, mm-hmm. almost like like a dog, like a puppy, like like a good not like a oh good boy, like in a kind of good boy you know kind of way. Ooh. So <laughs> it, then I thought to myself, I like laughed at him a little bit, you know, uh, and then I went home, and I was thinking to myself, I wouldn't I wouldn't be into that, would I? I wouldn't be into that at all. And two weeks later, I was I was at a hookup, and you know, I was busy hooking up with this guy and then he was like good boy and I was like oh my goodness what just happened to is you? this the same man is this the same <laughs> like, my nipples started tingling. I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, all my nerve endings opened up, you know? It was very weird. And the Is effort- that what you're supposed
3: to feel when your fetish is aroused? Are the nerve endings supposed to? Maybe. Yeah, you feel tingly.
1: So. Like, like you feel, like, a little bit anxious. Like, like almost like that shaking when, mm-hmm. like, you're going up on stage for something. Like, to win an award. Like, that shaking in your hands. But, like, in a good way. In a way that gets you flustered. But a fluster that puts your smile on your face. And for me, I was like... I was just laughing at him for this, and now look at me enjoying being called a good boy, like you know, a puppy or something like a dog. and it, it it's weird, but i I personally don't know how to broach a topic, how to approach like I don't know how to go up to someone and say, look, we're, when we're doing it, when we go when we get in there, can you call me a good boy as well? Mm. Like it's weird,
2: yeah, I get what you saying, not too easy, yeah, I want to know from you, yeah. In a relationship or mm. with somebody, how would you go about and express your fetishes, fetishes to this person?
3: Look, our famous line from from back in the day was communications like the most utmost important thing in a relationship, sexual encounter, whatever. But it's also the the whole point that I've come to realize about a fetish is just like doing it and then seeing where the limit is. Because that's that's the point at which you, you don't want to stand there before and say... Do you want me to pee on you? Because it's weird. It's a weird question to ask. So all you start doing is peeing on them, and then you would be like, oh, they're actually into this. Like, it's a very difficult thing to speak. Like, we, like James was nervous just about mm-hmm. talking about that kind of thing. I'm someone, for example, my, my fetish massages. I absolutely love, love just, like, touching someone's body and giving them a massage. But, like, you don't have to touch me. I, I can be fully dressed, and I will be... Self-aroused okay. beyond the ceilings. But the thing is, like, I'm then going to be sitting there saying, take your clothes off, lie face down. I'm about to give you a massage. And if they start saying, mm, this is weird for me, then I say, OK, we've reached your, your capacity mm. to enjoy this. Mm. And now I'm not going to take it any further. But if they say, hmm, tease on, cook, then I'm saying, fine, we're here. Because
2: I, I was gonna say that I would like I wouldn't just go ahead and peel. I think something. for the
3: rougher ones, like for example, like your hot wax finishes, okay. you, you're not just gonna come in there with a candle and then say <laughs> light it up because you know it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough for them to handle. But for the softer, there's soft fetishes, there's hard fetishes. You just need to be in between um, and, like, obviously communicate. Like, you need to know what the other person, it's always nice. I always say, ask the person what their fetish is mm. and then deliver to them what their fetish is because it makes it more easy for you to say, okay, you've now peed on my leg. I now want to beat you with a bat, you know? Got like, it. Whatever. Got
2: it. Well, we want to hear your opinion on this um, topic. Hit us up on our WhatsApp line 61
3: it's Tax FM 107.2, welcome back to the sex show We're on asking for a friend And uh, you just heard we were speaking about fetishes And we were talking about all the ins and outs And obviously um, the crew here at Tax FM decided to go do the walk around And find out people's fetishes um, What do you think a lot of the people will possibly say And whether they'll actually be honest Because you know these people are going to be capping left, right and centre
0: I want somebody to say that they're into poop play For me
1: Why are you always talking about poop <laughs> Like I am. Disgusting, but I feel like it's gonna be something more tame. Nobody's gonna on air or like on a recording speak into a mic and say, Yeah, I want her to poo on me.
2: Also, after being around, we've seen that UP students don't hold back. So let's hear what everyone has it's, to say. I'm
1: also thinking, you
3: know, from my time here, the toes, the toes and the hands. So you yeah. don't understand how many people would come like for example, like I would go to the strip. Okay. And then people they would like hold your hand. And then they would just like look and play with it and play. And I was just like, hold on, what's going on? You're like, oh, you have such beautiful hands. And I was like, (laughs) leave me alone. Leave me alone right now. It's not my thing. But that's also important, just by the way. I think it's very important. Like, if you don't enjoy someone's fetish, Mm. like saying, Mm. hold up, wait a minute, please leave my my clutches alone.
2: Yeah. All right, let's get into the responses.
1: I have no idea. I need examples. Spitting. Like BDSM. Smacking. Slapping. Toes.
0: No, Toes. That sounds so nice. Like spitting. It's like, if someone was good looking enough, i let them spit in my mouth. But like, only Harry Styles.
2: <laughs> You tune into to TalkSafe 107.2 and um, this is the sex show that you tuned into right now and we're going to be getting into hit or miss where, Dweezy, you guys had hit or miss Yeah, we had hit or miss too Alright, so this is when we present you with an unpopular opinion and then you have to let us know if you're going to hit me with it or should we miss you with it So this is today's one, okay? Mm. So, today's unpopular opinion says, if you're not going to play with my nipples, leave me alone
1: Period (laughs) Hit. Really... Yo. <laughs> no, no,
3: hold on There's a double negative here If you're not going to play with my nipples Leave me alone So, so you want to So nipple yes. play, Slap, yes or hit, no? Hit, big hit
2: Yes Huge hit You love nipple play the,
3: Listen, the little gumdrop muffins or buttons from, from Shrek 100% get your tongue on my nipple Yes Immediately
2: I agree immediately. I don't know what it is but, like, I seriously get turned on by it. And I know that a lot of um, women have said that they don't necessarily, like, nothing's happening. Why are people playing with my nipples? Why are you licking it? Please stop it. But personally, oh, the me is so oh, it me tingling. Oh, my so days. Look, yes. I
1: also don't think, like, because every time somebody's played with my nipples, I've been like, what's the hype? Like, you're just rubbing Same. my nipple. There's nothing with it. But I think I'm having sex with the wrong people. Because, like, if if you're saying that it's turning you on to this, this extent, this degree... Don't lick it like an ice cream. But That's also, really I feel like it's the dogs. way somebody
2: does it. it. You have to give me eye contact. Then you have to, like... It's the way you lick it. It's what you do give with your eyes. Give a, you a little bit of a
3: nibble. A little bit of a nibble.
2: you got to give me a bit mm. of a bite. And yes. then, like, pull yes. back. And then I'm like, no, I That's want some right. more. Like, it's just the way you do it. So you're clearly doing it with the wrong people. Okay,
1: too. So, so it must be like 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 an infant sucking on a mother's boob.
2: no. That's, no, so no, 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 that's no, no. no. That's when that's it's weird, now. That's
1: when it's no, but it's it's like it's like that dependency on the nipple. Like they they need. No, you just more. close
3: your eyes. You lie down. You let them. That when that tongue starts moving, like it's positioning. Okay, can we please cursive. stop right now
0: because mm. I'm getting... <laughs> sweat. <gasps> I think I'm also clearly missing something here because at this point, then again, I mean, I am the innocent one here. But at this point, I think that my nipples and boobs are just for decoration. <laughs>
1: They don't do white anything. What
0: Yeah, I am part of the itty bitty titty committee as well as James. Never
3: fails to remind me. Also, when someone has a nipple ring, yeah, oh okay, yeah, a metallic taste in okay, the mouth. Okay, tell
2: me about I it because that. I don't think I've ever experienced. No, it I just haven't. adds
3: a dimension. It adds mm. this little bit of a. Your tongue gets to play with more than one thing at once. It's it's sensory. It's brilliant. Okay, so we're going
2: around. So I'm gonna say hit me with it. Like okay. I want
0: you to play with my nipples. Okay, I think me. I'm gonna I'm gonna say miss for now until otherwise, pro- until proven otherwise. Got it. Let's go Her with DMs that. are open. Yeah, yeah. You know we're open for experience. So.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna say hit me with it, but only if you know what you're doing. Do not waste your mouth on my nipples if you don't know what you're doing, because that's a waste of a hole. What are you doing at that point if you don't know what you're doing? with My ha. nipples.
3: Hit. I'm just saying, take Hips. it, take it to the bank.
0: Yeah. I feel like Jodell and Dweezy are gonna go after the show. Y'all are gonna, you know, you don't know do what my Friday nights got it.
1: planned. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I will
0: interrupt those plans.
2: Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we're gonna leave things on the Sex Show today. Thank you so much for passing by. Do No, this. thanks so, much, so much. much. It's been incredible. So let us know on our WhatsApp line. Um, sh- You're gonna hit us with this, or should we miss you with it? 72 But that's all that we have for you today. We're back again next week,
0: same time, same place. It's a date. But for now, goodbye. This program discusses content of an adult nature. The views expressed by the presenters and guests do not necessarily reflect the views of TuxFM or any of its affiliates. Listener discretion is advised.